And we're back with an episode of the MDM Podcast. Joe Morales, Trevor Markowski here on this Sunday afternoon. Okay, it's a different day. But Nets win game one yesterday in Boston. The Yankees have shut out the White Sox all weekend. The Mets are playing okay baseball with the with the, with the minor league team they have. And, of course, the Knicks start tonight. A jam-packed weekend. Trevor, welcome aboard. How you doing today? I'm, I'm doing good. How, how about you, man? You know, you got I mean, that's a big win last night. After last night, it's a win. Listen, it's a win you don't feel good about. But no doubt in my mind, that is not the way they're going to play for the entirety of the NBA playoffs. Not, not, a, not a thought in my mind. Not a worry either. I am not worried at all after last night. And I say, dude, it'll be out in the first round. But it's, but it, but it's not even going to happen. And you know what? I will say this too. The Nets were terrible in the first half. We all know they didn't hit a three till like two minutes left in the first or the first half. But to only be down six at half, that that told me something. The Nets were playing their worst half of the season. Of course, it's in the playoffs, but their worst half of the season. They're only down six points at halftime. You knew they were going to turn it around. I felt great at halftime, not because of the way they played, but the fact that they were they were still in the game, and that doesn't show you how how good the Nets are. That shows you how. Bad Boston is. Boston's atrocious. Tatum, where was Tatum last night? Yeah, you know, I, I, I think it's more. Uh, I think it's. I think it's more uh, how bad Boston is. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think they're that good because that was a game that they should have. Uh, the first thing they should have by a lot more. Uh, so I, I don't think they're good. And I think the second thing is it to, to show that it's for all the teams out there that if you rely on the three pointer and the Nets do and a lot of the teams do that. You can have you can have very very, very streaky offense. You can go long cold snap and a long hot snap. But that's today's NBA is is three point shooting. It is. Should, but, shouldn't be, but it is. But it is. I mean, it's quarter like in baseball. It's a home run ball. In the NBA, three point shooting is the way to go. Whether you agree with it or not, that's the way they're gonna play. And the Brooklyn Nets are very reliant on the three pointer. And it wasn't working in the first half yesterday. We all saw it again. They didn't hit their first three until two minutes left to go in the second quarter. They were 0 for 10 to start the game yeah. from three. And let's just say they hit half of those three-pointers. Let's say they hit 30% of the three-pointers. They're up in that game. That Again, that goes back to my point of I was happy they were down six at halftime because it showed, first of all, how bad Boston was. But they are still in games, even when they can't hit a three-pointer. That goes to show you how good this next team is. And I'm not worried about them in this round. They'll, they'll win, so sweep would take five, whatever it's going to be. Uh, I, I think after that, in the second round, whoever they play, if it's Milwaukee or Miami, one of those two games, then I think it starts to get interesting for now. But here's my thing on that. This was an isolated incident. This was one game. They are not going to play like that again. I don't know what it was. Oh, Maybe it was the crowd. The cold start. But that that is a one-time thing from the Brooklyn Nets. That's oh, not going to continue. I agree. I'm just talking about don't walk over through this series. Then I think that that day it gets harder. Oh, absolutely. You have... Then I think they play you, teams that, that could beat them. Right. You have Milwaukee up next if they win the series. And, of course, if Milwaukee beats Miami. Because Miami and Milwaukee was a great game yesterday that went into overtime. So that series is definitely not a, a walkthrough. But... The Nets and Celtics, with the way the Celtics played yesterday. And again, Jason Tatum was nowhere to be seen. I'm sorry, nowhere. But if the Celtics play like that, the Nets are going to win this series in four. And I think the Nets do win in four or five. I don't think it goes beyond that. If we do, I will get a little nervous. But 
with the way Boston played yesterday, there's no doubt in my mind, this is going to be a quick series. I, I think it, it should be a, a, a quick series. It really should. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't be a, uh, you know, that's, you know, it's a, you know if, you're, if you're a good team facing a mediocre bad team, you got to get, just get through your series if you ask me. Right. That's what it should be. And, you know, I think even if they, even if they play Miami, I think that's a very interesting series. Miami is not a typical six seed, my man. Not typical. Look at how they played against Milwaukee yesterday. Forcing that game into overtime. Great defense. That has been the story of the Miami Heat this season. And it's continuing the playoffs. And like I said, that is not going to be a cakewalk of a series for the Milwaukee Bucks. I do think they'll win. But I wouldn't be. Would you be shocked if that goes six or seven games? I wouldn't be. Right? I, I, think, I, think, I think that's a real possibility. Yeah, and... You know, there's a lot of typical non-low seed things. Especially in the West. Look at the five seed. They won yesterday. Yeah, and also uh, the Lakers down at seven. The Lakers a four seed. Well, I mean, you know, that's a tough draw for me. For, I mean, the two seeds are even favored in the West to win. Yeah. Well, because they're going against the Lakers, who are a seven seed because of all the injuries. And, by the way, that's a series of the first round. I don't care what anyone says. Knicks and Hawks is great. But Suns and Lakers, that is not a typical uh, first round series. I'm pumped up for that one, too. Who do you think wins that series? Ooh, that's tough. I can see Lakers in seven. I I think the big thing I've thinking is that the Clippers, the Suns are too young. That's the problem. Yeah, the Suns are pretty young. But you know what? I told you this earlier in the year, and that is that the Suns don't have what it takes yet to be a a finals not a finals contender, but win the win the whole thing just because they're not experienced enough. But I can totally see this as being they make like a magical run to the Western Conference Finals. That wouldn't shock me at all. But having go against the Lakers as a two seven series, that is not they did they didn't they didn't draw a good deck of cards in that series. That's all I'm saying. No, and I, and I think the, the other problem is they're gonna have they're, they're gonna have a tough time answering Davis if he plays well. That's true. And if if LeBron's healthy, I know he had a little bit of an injury towards the end of the season. If if he's good to go. By the way, I want since we're on the Lakers, I gotta ask you a question. What did you think of the NBA's handling of his self, uh, health and safety protocol things? Uh, I'll tell you what, Joe. I I thought that he got a slap on the wrist, and this is coming from a Laker fan that he got a slap on the wrist. I thought if the crime, if the, whatever he did, he should have been suspended. If it said that in the rules, that he should have been suspended, then you know. Um, this is this is me for my own team, and I think he should have been. You know, I don't know what I don't know what the rule is. You know, if it says there doesn't have to be a suspension, then I'm fine with it. If the normally player can suspended for this. And he should have got suspended for a game. That's my opinion. I I applaud you for, for actually thinking that. I really do. That that's tough coming from a Laker fan. I, I I applaud you for that. Yeah, you know, you gotta go fight. You know, it doesn't matter what team you're for. It hurts or helps your team. No, the rules are the rules. You you gotta protect the, the game. All right. And I think if we're talking about any other player that's not LeBron James, then He's yeah, against. Oh yeah, definitely. Whatever suspension or however long they gotta be held out for, yeah, they're they get suspended. I don't. It's 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 LeBron in the playoffs. They're not gonna suspend them. But those are the rules. You gotta follow those rules. And I, I, again, I applaud you for doing that. But um, one more thing on the Nets, and this has been a continuation of the the second half of the season. That's Joe Harris not doing what he's been able to do the past few years, and that's hit a three. And again, zero for ten to start the game. The the entire Nets team yesterday in the first in the first half, but. This is nothing new from Joe Harris, and he needs to start turning that around. And like you said, this is a three-point dominant era of the NBA. And based on game one, the Nets need to get better at that. But again, dude, one more time. I do not think that this is a 
a long-term problem. This, this is a one-game thing. It's a one-time thing. Nothing to worry about. I don't, I'm don't. i not worried at all, actually. All right. So you talk about Tatum, and I agree with you. What do you think he, he had? <laughs> how many field goals did he make, and how many think he shot? And... Yeah, he was pretty non-existent. I have no idea. What was it? He was pretty non-existent. He actually, had 20, he actually had 22 points, which I'm a little surprised he had that much. He went 6 for 22. 6 for 20. 6 for 20. I'm sorry. Wow. 6 for um, he had 22 points. No, it hurts them is they have no Brown. He's out for the playoffs, but that mm-hmm. hurts. Yeah, it does. I, I, I don't know if it would have made a difference, but that hurts. Uh, another guy, Kemba Walker, he was, you know, he, he wasn't really, you know. He was nowhere. Nowhere. Yeah. Uh, you know, a, a lot of these, and you take a look at the, at the Nets. Durant had a great shooting game. Uh, Joe Harris, 4 for 11. Mm-hmm. That's a, Kyrie was good. Harden w- w- was good. Mm-hmm. And Joe, uh, James Harden has proved you wrong about the trade. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, there were points of this year, and I'm, I'm glad we talked about this. There are points of this year where he was the MVP. If he didn't get hurt at the end of the year, he's in MVP conversation because without Kevin Durant playing, without Kyrie Irving playing for most of this season, the Nets have been able to play at elite level. And, of course, you give credit to the Jeff Greens and the Joe Harris and the Landry Shamets, the, those guys of the team. But... James Harden held the team together. That's the the James Harden's the reason the two seed right now. So yeah, I considered him part of the MVP conversation this year if he didn't get hurt. Yeah, and Joey, is this a championship of bust year? Yes, absolutely, vote? absolutely. I, I I would agree, and I tell you what, I think it's better to be the two seed because I'd rather face the Boston than the Wizards if you ask me. Really? Because the well, Wizards are hot right now. They got they got Westbrook and Beal. I would, I would rather face the Celtics right now because I think the Celtics are, are, are worse than the Wizards. Yeah, you're probably right. I don't like that the Wizards are hot, but they have proved to this year that when they go cold, they will they will not win a game when they are cold. Like they have these ridiculous streaks, and they're in the middle of a, of a of a hot one right now. But any minute they could go cold, and they won't win a game the rest of the playoffs. Oh, they won't win it. No. I'm not saying they're gonna beat the, the Sixers, but right. you know they could steal the game. Um, the, the other thing I would say is that the Clippers, again, they came out tight in a big situation. Yeah, well, the, 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 what's new with there, really? I mean... Uh, they got it. I'll tell you what, they, they got to win this series. They got to win it. But out of, from a, a neutral a neutral NBA fan, I know I mean, you have a little more say in it because you're in the Western Conference. This is a fun series, too. A lot of these Western Conference series are fun. Portland yeah. and Denver, big win for Portland last night. They're yeah, a sleeper. We got for Portland. That's why I have my, you know, I do my brother. I had Portland beating Denver in the series. Yeah, I don't know about that, but that that's going to be a seven-game series. Dallas uh, Clippers will be seven games. Miami-Milwaukee? That, that'll be six or seven. Los Angeles-Phoenix will be seven. Three of the four series in the first round in the Western Conference, I think they go seven games. I don't know about the Utah-Memphis. I don't know about that. But, don't, I mean, Utah might, I mean, uh, Memphis might steal a game. Utah is going to run away with that. Yeah, I, I just think that, you know, if you're L.A. Clippers, everything that happened last year, up 3-1, you blew that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I really think you, you, need, you need to win this year. You gotta. Yes, you man. gotta win now. Yeah. It, it, it's different if you lose to the Utah or if you lose to the Lakers or you mm-hmm. lose to the Suns. That's a different story because they're equally or a little better than you. Right. So I think if they play one of those three teams and they lose to them, I think it's a different story. But right. you got to beat Dallas because 
on paper, you're better than Dallas. You are better defensively than Dallas. The offenses are, are relatively similar. But, yes, I do agree. The Clippers are the better team than the Dallas Mavericks. That, that, that is an, that's an easy one, but it's not going to be an easy series. I, again, I think it goes seven games. I, I, think you should, I think so, too. And uh, no, we'll, we'll see. I'll tell you what. I, I wouldn't want to be a Clipper player, too. No. <laughs> no, you're absolutely, you're absolutely really, right. I wouldn't want to be a... I'm going to be a Clipper dude, but no. We'll see what happens. I think it's it's going to be interesting to see who goes further. Does the Clippers go further, or does Doc Rivers 76 go further? What do you think? Uh, look, I think the Clippers are better talented, but I think the Clippers have a much tougher draw. I think the draw is tougher than the 76. Yeah, but, I mean, the yeah. Sixers are obviously, as the one seed, have, you know, more expectations, but the Clippers, I mean, there are some people that are picking them to go to the finals. And this is not a new thing. They've been projected to go to the finals for a few years now, especially with the Lakers down, what they had to go through this season, down with all the injuries. The Clippers definitely rose in, in some people's rankings to, to go to the finals and represent the Western Conference. But, uh, yeah, down 1 0 in the series right now, this is one they need to win. It'll be a good one, but they need to win. I agree. Yeah. I think it's interesting to see what happens. Who goes for it? And Joe, in a series, Clippers or Sixers, which one would you take? Uh, on paper, I w- uh, that's a tough one. I love the Clippers' uh, defense, say- dude. I really love the Clippers' defense. Yeah, I was. I would take Clippers in seven. Yeah, that's that. That's a seven game. I would. I would take the Clippers in seven. But that. But that. That's we'll a hard one. We'll see what happens. You know, we'll see. Yeah, Nets are the favorites, right? You guys are the favorites. You know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. one one down, fifteen to go. I'm printing my finals tickets already. <laughs> never, never count, never count, never count. Uh, you don't start counting. You don't until start counting until you know. Conference finals, you start counting. Okay, okay. all right. You don't count. I'm gonna write that down. We'll start counting then. All right. Uh, let's touch on the Knicks because I mean they didn't play yet, but they do have a series against the Hawks. Again, I do think this goes seven games. Also, another seven game series, and you know. But um, I do have I do think the Knicks actually win in seven, but this is a series against the Atlanta Hawks. Good offense, Knicks tremendously good defense. The Garden will be rocking with fifteen thousand. This is gonna be a great series. I want to hear your thoughts on this one. Oh, I think it's a really great, and I think the key is for the Knicks. It's kind of a little bit of the same thing that the Lakers had to play because Trey Young is kind of a younger version of Steph Curry, if you a little bit right with, with his shooting and all that. Yeah, I agree. Uh, that's good. That's good, but no. If they can shut down Trey Young and not, you know, make his incredible shots, the Knicks will win the series. If they can't shut him down and he makes all these shots, then I think the Hawks have a great shot in the series. So I think a lot of it is going to rely on two things. One, Julius Randle has to play well. Two, they have to shut down Trey Young. And three, the Knicks need to come up with big stops in late-game situations. Yeah, so... I, I, I agree. They have to limit Trey Young, and his, obviously his three-point shooting is, is very good. But I think the Knicks' defense is going to be able to do this. My key for the Knicks to win this series is Julius Randle continuing to do what he does. But also, he needs support from R.J. Barrett. He needs Alfred Payton to bust out of his slump. The guys around Julius Randle need to step up and provide a little bit of offense. Derrick Rose off the bench has been great this year. I think he'll continue to do that, and they should also keep him off the bench. My only problem with the Knicks right now, Thibodeau has kept saying that he wants to change the lineup around. And my question is why? 
They've gotten this far with the lineup. They're one of the hottest teams in the league right now. I don't think the lineup needs to be adjusted right now. I wanted to get your thoughts on that. I don't think it needs to be adjusted. Obviously, I think, you know, if, if they don't play well tonight, I, I can yes. see I, I'm okay with switching something around right. if they lose tonight. Right. Um, I think heading into this, I, I believe it the way it is, at least heading into this game. But I see where I am after this. I agree. I agree. And so uh, that's, that's, the, that's the way I, And the Knicks, you know, talk about the defense. They they finished with the, with, with the best defensive rating or second or something like that. Yeah, I think they were the best. They were the best. Mm-hmm. I know, I know, I know. It was, it was, I know it was, it was you guys. It was no. them for for a while. Yeah. It was the Lakers? Is it still the Lakers? For a while, it was the Lakers. I don't know. I, I know the Knicks and the Lakers for the whole season. They were like one, two, back and forth. Here, I, yeah, for a while it was like I don't know what they did when they lost. Uh, what's his face, LeBron and AD. Uh, uh yes, it was the Lakers still. So it's went good. That's how good the defense is. Yes, the the, the, the Jazz the Jazz came very close though. They were only point four difference. But but yes, the Knicks and then the Lakers one two. That, was, that would be an interesting series uh, mm-hmm. if they ever played each other. I don't know if they would. Based on defenses, would be Knicks and Lakers. Right, yeah. That would be a fun one. But, I mean, you know, that's not going to happen. Not yet, at least. Never know, never know. But all, listen, all dude, down. listen. We have two New York basketball teams in the playoffs, both with home court advantage. So this is a good time for, for the local basketball teams. And I, I think we have both teams going to the second round. I agree. To maybe a Knicks Nets uh, East. Playoffs. Oh my God, dude, that would be awesome. I, I mean, you're not a Knicks fan, but uh, some of the Knicks fans around here, I think we could. That would be that would be a lot of fun. Oh, and, and if John ever lost to the Knicks, I, I don't think we'd be able to come. Oh no, I, would, I wouldn't be able to come on the show for a month. Solo. Yep, you'd have to do this for a few weeks. Oh my God, that would be terrible. Because <laughs> I, I, I know John is not is not a particularly fond of Knicks fans, so because we, we were texting back and forth last night, right? <laughs> so. I, they got a good team, you know. Yeah. I, I think the biggest thing is, I'll tell you this: what they do in the playoffs, I think might what might dictate what the future is going to be. Like, will stars come to the Knicks? I think mm-hmm. it depends on the playoffs. I don't know if they got to that point yet, but you know, maybe if they make a run here, they can convince people to come play for them. Who knows, man? Who knows? A big, big time for the Knicks, if you ask me. Yeah, and I mean, a- anything else in the NBA? No, I'm looking forward to uh, as the Sixers game tipped off. This is going to tip off in just about a second. Marv Oliver and Grant Hill on the call. That's a fun deal. Nice, nice. Yes, so uh, That's good. So yeah, we NBA playoffs are now in full swing. <laughs> Excuse me, and we'll transition over to the baseball now. We'll start with the Yankees and their starting pitching over the past few games. It's it's been sort of ridiculous. They haven't allowed a run in in thirty innings. On the backs of Montgomery, Cole, Herman, Kluber, and the no-hitter. We had a no-hitter this week. And all eyes right now are on Talion as the first pitch uh, was about 10 minutes ago. He's already got a guy on first and a 3-2 count. Wait, we'll do a little play-by-play here, Trevor. We got Mon- uh, Talion the 3-2 to Moncada here. He might be ahead of me. That's low ball four. The throw doesn't matter. Yeah. This is the question mark right here, Trevor. Talion, he's the question mark. Coming to an end right yeah. Um. So anyway, yeah, the rotation has been magnificent. No other way to put it. And it's it's a, it's been a, a a huge bounce back from the way they started this year. Remember, we were ready to rip Brian Cashman for the way that he built this pitching staff, dude. Now he looks like a genius with the way Kluber looks like a Cy Young contender again. 
Herman has come out of nowhere, and he looks like himself that he was in spring training. Montgomery's been great. Cole, we all know what he's doing. Now, all eyes are on Talion, who hasn't been great, but he also hasn't been, like, terrible. Like, remember, this is when we were younger. AJ Burnett was terrible. I'm not ready to put Talion. I, I saw someone compare Talion to AJ Burnett. I'm not ready to do that yet. But Talion is the guy to watch now. Can he rebound? Can can he get in, into the same company as Kluber and Montgomery and Herman? Trevor, I want to hear your thoughts on the Yankees rotation. I think it'd be a little fair with you know Burnett and Talion. I think Burnett had a little bit more expectations. That's true. That's true. He was all he, he was more of an all star, you know. Yeah, Burnett was terrible. He was supposed to be more of an ace. That was terrible. And, um, the Yankee rotation has been, I think, just really, really good. And you know, it surprised me a little bit too. This came out of nowhere. Yes. Yeah. Rotation. So you know, I, I'm presently pleasantly surprised right now that we have thirty. Scoreless innings and is the streak done? Uh, uh, what a catch! Oh, and, is that Andahar? That is Andahar. Oh, we did something in the field. Congratulations, oh, Miguel. Wait, triple play. play, double play. Hey, look so at that! 31. Beautiful. Third, we're at thirty-one. Out of boy Andahar, what a play! Daddy Umser could not wait. Now Tony LaRusso's coming. Oh, oh here comes be... old man Tony. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. What did you have? Does he actually make the catch? Uh, he does make the catch. I, I, I'm far away from the TV here. We're getting a better view here. Yup, that's a catch. That's a catch. Hey, mate, let's see you one more time. That's a catch. That's a catch. No trap there. That's a catch. That's a catch. Unless, unless he won't. Uh, it's hard to lose it. Let's see. No, he's had the whole time. He did. That's a. I think that's a. I, I think that's a. I, that's I can't a catch. That. That's a catch. What were the White Sox doing running after that? I like that, dude. Howdy, also reviewing it. They're reviewing it here. Uh, that that call stand. But dude, yeah. I mean, by the way, how terrible the White Sox been in New York this week? That's been terrible. It's been, it's been bad. It's been bad. It has not been good. Before we get back to the Yankees rotation, I wanted to get. What are your thoughts on this whole Tony La Russa thing? Ah. <sighs> And it's more of a, a, a distraction to me, if anything. All right. Uh, I I think you know. It's, do you have do you have, do you, do you like the unwritten rules or do, are you okay with breaking them? Uh, it's part of the game, you know. If it's three and zero, you got to swing. You know, players are trying to do well too. Yeah. My only issue with this are they putting Andahar back on the field? Uh, it might have been a double play though. Okay. Oh, I want to. Let's well, as we see what well, they're doing. Uh, it looks like the Yankees know they okay. As well as we figure out what they're doing, I will say this: the only thing that was wrong with that whole thing was Lance Lynn coming out and and, and talking bad about his manager in the media. That's the only thing I have an issue with. Other than that, though, I mean, you, unwritten rules are are a little bit of a non nonsense. But they're not going to overturn this, are they? Uh, okay, he's out. Okay, so I, I think what they're saying is he made the catch. I think it's two outs. Not and they're putting outs. the runners on first and and second. Yes. So they're moving the runners back. Okay. So Trevor, we're at thirty. We're at thirty and two thirds right now. Thirty, not thirty-one. Not, not, not here yet. Comes a, here comes a three-one home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. You know it. <laughs> well, I, I, I think because there's all confusion. I think it was hard to give a double play there. Yeah. So they they I, went I, back and they, they maybe they didn't. I don't know what I don't know what. I, I as long as they gave the out there and do it, that's okay. Yes, I guess so. I, that was a bit of chaos, but at least they get now out of it. I don't know what happened. I don't, I don't know. 
Yeah, I, I'm listening with no sound right now, so I can't hear what the announcer's saying, but I, oh, that's what I can see. Obviously, it can't sound when they do this. It'll, it'll get mixed up, but I, can, I can't hear what they're saying, but from what I get, all right, here comes Talon again. All right. Uh, anyway, Trevor, go ahead. You can continue your thoughts on the Yankee rotation. Uh, it's just been really good, and the bullpen's been really good, too. Great pitching all around. It really has been great pitching all around, and we'll get back to the pitching in a second. One guy on the lineup, other than Judge, who continues to be great, is Glaber Torres. He's come off of the COVID list, and he can't be stopped right now. We were talking about how, in the beginning of the year, he couldn't hit a home run. He was hitting just around 200, but now he's up over 250. He has a couple of bombs going the other way, too. He's finding his stride, and the offense is more complete with Labor Torres in the lineup. Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. And, and this team, you know, we're slowly but surely, we're reaching towards that weekend where we take a look, first look at the standings. We're getting there. We're, oh, Memorial Day, right? One more week? One more week, and we're, we're going to take a first look at those standings, see where we are. See, I don't mind looking at the standings. I won't look at wild card standings till probably July 4th. I'll do other standings, though. And yeah, but I I'll take I'll take a peek at the standings. I I mean I like I like looking at the Giants right now. They're a game back of first in the West. I mean, I don't know, but uh, they they have a tight knit group there. But uh, one, yeah, one more thing on the Yankees rotation. We, we were gonna rip Cashman, but he has built a a tremendous rotation so far this year. And if they can keep this up, this is like what the Yankees. This is the missing piece the Yankees needed to to go on to win World Series. You have a a, a legitimate four great uh, four man great rotation, and th- there's re- there's really no stopping them right now. No, oh, and you know, Joe, when we said this was going to happen, we're going to go on a big run here, and you know, build up the record, and that that that, that that's happened. And now you got to take another step further. Now you got to you know do a little bit more. And strike three, swing and a miss, make it thirty one. Thirty one. We got thirty one. There we go. There you go. So. Yeah, it's just been great, and we'll see what happens. And speaking of teams being great, how about the Padres? Fernando Tatis, out of nowhere, comes from 240 yeah. into 270s, 280s. Yep. Well, that's, that's what he can do. He's, he's awesome. But um, what I was going to say was this all started in, in Texas, especially after the Yankees got blown out in that game on Monday. Last Monday, they got blown out. They come through, and the starting pitching turns really. It starts with the, the, the Kluber no-hitter, Herman Montgomery, Yesterday, Cole. So you could trace us all back to that second half of the series in Arlington where the Yankees got blown out. They got embarrassed down in Texas. And then on Corey Kluber bobblehead night, uh, this this team turned around. And all of a sudden, they're a fun team to watch now. Well, well, to be fair, they were playing pretty well before they don't hit her. They were still doing pretty well. I'm talking, about, I'm talking yes, they, they were. I'm talking about the pitching, though. The oh, pitching yes. came out and, of nowhere. And, Joe, were you were – you, uh, I, I – I thought I did not know there was no hitter until through six innings. I did not realize it. Well, here I'll tell you this: I wasn't home until the sixth inning, and I knew there was a no hitter through about five because one of the Yankee beat writers tweeted out. They said, "You know, through five, Kluber has no hitter." But I didn't really start considering it until you get through into the seventh, even like one or two outs in the seventh. But there were a couple of close calls towards the end of the game where you know your heart drops a little bit. I didn't know until, you know, it went through six innings, and then Michael Casey started calling up your friends. I was like, nine outs away. Yeah. No, my, no, but also, Michael K did a good job of not spoiling it. I, I'm not spoiling it, but not jinxing it. He didn't say no hitter once. Uh, 
no, man, but I'll tell you what, when, when the seventh inning started, I, I was counting the outs. Yeah, <laughs> that's never good. You're going to yell at me for counting uh, playoff wins, but you're counting outs on a no-hitter? In my mind, I'm counting outs, you know. <laughs> right. Um, I figured I was going to say, uh, Cole was good. I mean, uh, Cave was fine. And, uh, yeah, just, just the, the, the rotation's been great. And uh, anything else going on on the Yankees? Really good. And here's a question: The last no hitter. Wh- wh- what year and, and who did it? 1999. David Cohn. Yeah, can't believe it. It's been 22 years since the Yankees had a no hitter. Actually, it's not true. Can I tell you something? Okay. There was a no hitter in spring training a few years ago in Dunedin. That doesn't count. Uh, I count it. The, the Yankees pitched a no hitter in, in in spring training. I remember it. I remember where I was. And to me, that was my first Yankee no hitter. Then yes, my official standards yes. But to me, I've already had my no hitter. Um, one more. I, I, we'll move on to the Mets in just a second. I wanted because we talked about how long it's been since there was a no hitter, and you know I haven't had a a one of my teams win a championship in a while. And as I was watching the Nets last night, as we gotten about halfway through the first quarter, I'm, I'm giddy, I'm pumped up, and I, it hit me that I have a legitimate chance to actually be alert and and remember. A championship of my team because I don't really remember 09. I don't remember the Giants in 08. I remember a little bit of the Giants in 12, a little bit. I remember but, a little bit. I don't remember. Yeah, I but remember. but this this would be my first championship of me following the team the whole year. And that Lakers win for you yesterday. I mean, that's that's one for the ages. I mean, with the shutdown and the bubble. I mean, that's some championship too. But it hit me that like I I, I want to see a championship that I I follow the team for. Yeah. I'm I sure it feels you, different. You know what it feels like with the Lakers. I'm sure it feels awesome. It does. And <laughs> especially for me, I know, with the pandemic, the shutdown was hard on all of us. You know, to give some joy or something like that. Yeah. Um, you know, it's just, you know, it's a feeling like, uh, Joe hasn't experienced yet. No, I haven't. I won't, spoil, I, won't, I won't spoil it for you, you know. Maybe, hopefully, maybe this year. Maybe this year. I'm hoping. I've been hoping and, for the Yankees for that p- these past few years. I'm not working out so disappointed a little bit every year yeah it's, it hasn't worked out year? too well i hope so i hope so i mean you know they, they, they got the pitching issue i think i think they can do it yeah i hope so if this is this rotation holds up i mean who's stopping look how they're uh, though i would say right now the white Sox are their number one competition look how they're playing against the white Sox right now is this gonna be an alcs preview yeah in it could totally be by the way, I, I have the Met game on, too. We're going to move into the Mets in just a second. I have the Met game on. What do you think of these Marlins uniforms? I don't like it. You don't like them? No, Marlins are supposed to be blue <laughs> and black. They have not blue. Red. They're wearing blue. They have blue but helmets. Not red. Not red. They got blue helmets. I get that, but it should not be red on the, on the, on the shirt. No. You know, they, they the jerseys looked better, like, in out in the sun and in... And on different pictures, they don't look good in the game. The, I'm getting a hat. I'm getting a blue hat soon. A blue Marlins hat? Yeah, the, right, that, they look awesome. Good. They look awesome. That's good. That's good. Yeah, you, know, you know, I <laughs> I have a collection of Marlins hats because I have the original Marlins, the Florida Marlins hat, the teal one. 
I have the old Marlins logo with the orange and yellow. Like that, I mean, that, that was a terrible color scheme. And then I have the new one with the black and blue. But now I'm going to get a blue Marlins hat with the red. I'm kind of excited. And that's a hit point. There we go. I, I, I took a blue and blue. That was an error, yeah. Uh, but yeah, Let's anyway. See Here we go. Anyway, as we look at that, I do have a collection of Marlins hats. So yeah. And that's, yeah, that's booted. That's booted. Yeah, you gotta get that. <laughs> All right, let's transition over to the to the New York Mets, or I mean, should I, Syracuse Mets? Excuse me, because I mean, here I'm gonna read you their roster, okay? You tell me if you ever heard aren't of the, they fir- what's up? They first place Mets. First place Mets, of course. First place Mets. There the, you go. The first. I, I thought we weren't looking at standings though. Well, you know, Joe kept constantly saying first place Mets. <laughs> I got stuck in my head. I mean, it's true. They are the first place Mets. So, yes, the first place Syracuse Mets. I'm going to read you their roster. I want you to tell me if you ever heard of any of these guys before opening day, okay? Be honest, okay? okay? Patrick Mazika. I heard him because he had the two vocals. Okay. We, uh, James McCann. I heard of him. Tomas Nito. Yes. I hope you remember this guy. Brendan Drury. God. <laughs> you know him, right? I know. Of course I know. <laughs> I was telling my friend this yesterday. Do you know who the Yankees traded for Brandon Jury? Who did the Yankees trade Brandon Jury for? Um, <laughs> this is, you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna hate this. I think he was a good player too. I, I, I know it's he's doing pretty good. I, I know it's a good player. Uh, I don't know who Nick Solak. God. Did you just fall? I hope you're okay. No, <laughs> Did you just I, hit I, your I, head on the back? <laughs> no, no, I, I used I use my arm against the... <laughs> I, I was like, we could have used this guy in the Look team. how good... Oh, there's a hit for Judge. Continues to hit. Atta boy. Is he going three? No, okay. Um, no. But yeah, what, Nick Solak would be pretty nice right now, don't you think? I would think so, but no, we're not trading for Drew. It's just the way it works. All right, let's continue going. Francisco Lindor. He's been a bust so far. Okay, Jonathan VR. Yes, I like him. Jose Peraza. Yes, All right. he's been we're getting to the weeds man. now. Wilfredo Tovar. Who? <laughs> Wilfredo Tovar. I don't know who that is. Jonathan. Oh God. Uh, John Eshuvi Fargus. Khalil Lee. Yo, Khalil Lee. That name always reminds me of like a runner for some reason. Yeah. I don't know why. I, I you remember him, Cameron Maven. He was a good Yankee. I always remember because his birthday was the same day as mine. So. Really? Okay. Yeah. He, he he was a cool Yankee too. He was a cool Yankee. And Dom Smith. So I mean, the outfield right now of that Fargus guy, Khalil Lee, and Cameron Maven. That's some. That's an all-star outfield right now. Yeah. Like Dom Smith better play well because Trout's on the IL and I have him and I got Dom Smith. Oh, uh, yeah. I just come up to the plate. Yeah. But uh, yeah, those are your first place New York Mets. Uh, tickets are flying right now. So, I mean, go out and see uh, Wilfredo Tovar before you, it's too late. Uh, but, yeah, this is the first place New York Mets. And, amazingly, the reason why they're in first place, and I don't want to sound like cliche, but this is a tight-knit group that's that's getting along and playing really well together. And they know... What's up? Can they keep it up? I don't know. But am I crazy to compare them to the 2018 Yankees with all the injuries? 
I was going to compare him as well today. Right? I mean, I think it's we're getting to the point where every day someone new is going on the IL, whether it's Pete Alonso or or McNeil and Conforto. Or the manager. Yeah, oh, God, yeah. But you know what I'm saying? Like, we're getting very close to 2018 Yankees. And also, they're playing great together. They're scoring four runs a game. Yeah. So, wh- what are your thoughts on how the Mets have been doing? They've been doing really well. Before I say that, I show the swing fans. We go, one of my biggest pet peeves. Of course. Like, yep. No. The Mets have been playing really well. Somebody new every day is stepping up to the plate here. Yeah. And you, And what do you do when you are struggling on your down injuries? You play 500 baseball. And the Mets so far with the series in Atlanta. And... They're they're about to win a series. Oh, no, I shouldn't say that. Actually, I, I'm, I'm not going to jump the gun. But that so far they they split the series down to Miami. So what they're doing is playing 500 baseball and waiting for these guys like McNeil, Conforto, and Alonzo, and Almora, and and Pilar to come back and, uh, and and take their spots back. But for now, again, 500 baseball. Go ahead. I don't know McNeil's average. The whole one, whatever it was. I'll tell you what. McNeil with his struggles, that'll be such a big mess. I don't know what they'll do with that big, that big average. Oh, oh, I mean, he's gotten better. He got better, but, you know, it wasn't like a crushing blow. No. He, oh, the guy was batting 500. Uh, he, he's one of the stars. Oh, I agree. I agree. But, you know, maybe, you know, maybe, maybe they need some, maybe these guys from Brooklyn, they need a little time off, and maybe they'll come back better from the IL. Maybe. Same thing with Conforto, who was, pre- who was struggling pretty bad. McNeil start, was starting to heat up until he got hurt. But these are major blows, and uh, I'm watching this Mets. Oh, that's a replay. I thought they made that play again. Um, but but they're they're still a pretty tight knit group, and and they're playing great baseball. Anything else in the Mets, Trevor? Do you think it will last? Uh, it's gonna be tough. I don't know if they can last like this. But I mean, just get you gotta get these guys back quicker. Torres gives one a fly ball to the right field side. Foul. Just foul. Right. Joe, have you now? I'm hearing, you know, have you, now I'm hearing that a lot of institutions or, you know, places or whatever, now I don't know if this is true or not, this is what I've been told, that a lot are just saying that if you agree to the terms and conditions, you don't have to show a proof of a negative test. That is true, yes. So are the Yankees still doing that? No, they're not. I think they're done with that. They're done with that? Yeah. Next week, I'll give you, I'm going to give you a little schedule. Next Saturday, I'm heading to Somerset to see uh, the Patriots play. Nice, nice, man. No Floreal, but, I mean, still still good to see whoever's there. And then June 10th, I got Mets Padres tickets. Nice. And you don't, you don't have to get a negative test for that? No. Plus, no, I'm, I'm all vaxxed, too, so I, I, mean, I, didn't, I don't need that. Well, you see, I'm not vaxxed, so. Not yet. Well, this, not yet, not yet. Uh, uh, you know, I have, I, have, I have personal feelings about it. Right, of course. Yeah, well, listen, everyone has their own beliefs on it. Yeah, sir. So it's everyone's duty to respect it, you know. I mean, you know, you always got to do that. But um, but yeah, that's that that's what's going on here in in our local area, and it's a great time for for all the teams. They're all playing well. They got two playoff teams. The Islanders are playing great, and they're tied two two going back to Pittsburgh. They played a great game yesterday. So we have a nice collective weekend of teams. As Torres drives in the middle, there you go. Voit saying they send in Judge. Oh, please don't get hurt. Please don't get hurt. Yes. Safe. There you go. Nice. Torres again, man. Torres again. On fire. On fire. So yeah, that's uh. We'll probably end it off there. So 
So unless you want to add anything else, Trevor, I mean, EPL, horses, horses, anything you want to add? Well, we had a final day of the EPL today. Season closed up today. Right. Uh, Manchester City won the whole thing. Uh, got our Champions League spots for next year all well and good. So, so we'll How see How did Arsenal happens. do? Well, they're, they're going to be, let's just say this, there will not be any European competitions. <laughs> We're worst, Super worst season in, I think, a generation potentially. Oh, man. That's not so, good. You know, th- that so, is, that's the sports got cur- Scott's cursing you. You had a Lakers championship, so you've had enough for the next 20 years. They're just cursing you. <laughs> you're done. You're done for a while. You're going to share some with everyone else. Yeah. Well, we'll see what the... Uh... Listen, all I'm saying is it would be nice for the Lakers to pass the throne to the Nets this year. I'd, I'd greatly appreciate that. Oh, well, you know. I'm not ready to give it up yet. And also, for the sake of the sh- for the sake of the show, I mean, we might be going at each other all we Nets Lakers. I mean, all hell is gonna break loose here. Yeah, I, I tell you what, Joe, I'm not jinxing anything, Joe. There's a possibility that you know, if there's an NDM, you know, finals in July, you know, we might have to start calling the ticket box. We would definitely we we might be on our way there. I'll tell you what, me and you got to go to a game day. I would be so down for that. I mean, but, I mean, security might have to hold us back from each other. <laughs> you know, if, if the Nets get out to a big lead, you know, I might, uh... But, I, <laughs> but here, here, here's my question about the whole situation with data. If they're not checking vaccines, then how is there vaccinated and unvaccinated I don't know. Sections? Dude, I, I don't know. I don't know. Then, then, then you know... If you're not checking, how could unless people are voluntarily doing that? I mean, who would, who would voluntarily do that? I don't know, man. I don't. I don't know. Hey, hey if they told me, you know, you can volunteer, you pay me money. Yeah. I'll oh do yeah, that. if you give me money, I'll do anything. Money, I'll take money. Money, yeah, I'll do money. <laughs> oh, brother, but uh, Trevor. Uh, enjoy your, your, your week. Me and Trevor will be back, uh, later in the week to hopefully talk some good stuff about the Knicks and the Nets and the Yankees and the Mets. So until then, I'm Joe Morales. That's Trevor Markowski. This has been the MDM Podcast.